0: Welcome to the True Growth Podcast, with me, Viv Allen, Success Coach and Trusted Counselor. Each week, I'm sharing with you the best of the tools, tips, and techniques I have learned in over 10 years of professional and personal development, designed to empower you to take courageous action in your business and in your life, so you can free up more time and earn more money. It is my mission to lead you towards your inevitable success on your terms, so you can live a more joy-filled life by connecting what's in your head with what's in your heart. If you're ready to live your life with more ease and fun, doing what you love with who you love, then this show is for you.
1: Hello and welcome to everybody who's listening into the True Growth Podcast. Today I am super excited because we are joined by the lovely Corey David. No, was my coach, we've worked together, we've known each other for a couple of years now and it's really exciting to have her here on the podcast. So welcome Corrie. Hey, hello, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) Uh Um, As you've just said, um, Corrie, I haven't had a chance to read your bio yet. I feel like I know you already. (laughs) But
2: for the listeners' benefit, please do introduce yourself. Yeah, so I'm Corrie Javid from corriejavid.com. Um, and I'm a mindset and manifestation and success coach for mothers with online businesses. And I specifically help them to increase their income, not their hours. And I do that teaching them how to use their energy and their mindset instead of efforting their way there. So that's me. I'm a mum of one, I live on the south coast of the UK. And I just love things like taking baths in the middle of the afternoon because you know, when you're a business owner, you get to do stuff like that and still feel a little bit rebellious. So <laughs> that's me <laughs> in a nutshell.
1: <laughs> oh, that is so lovely. I just wanted to say, also, Chloe, meant to mention earlier,
2: your mm. hair is looking beautiful. It's oh, so thank you, my long. Lovely. Oh yeah, well, this was the lockdown result, and I was like, well, I'll just go with it.
1: It's <laughs> amazing. So, little go bit side note there, but I just had to, to to let you know. I have noticed it looks really lovely. Oh, thank you. So today I wanted to talk about your powers of persuasion. Obviously, Ooh. I think that's a really great topic and something which mm. we can all learn from. Mm-hmm. But also about team building, mm-hmm. um, because that, as we grow our businesses in terms of, I know very much in your ethos in terms of growing our businesses, not but not our hours, we can't yeah. do it all on our own.
2: <laughs> nope. Stop trying. Stop yeah, trying. Stop that trying. way is the direction of burnout.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely.
2: Um, and of course keeping calm
1: and carrying on well Mm -hmm. if 2020 has taught us nothing else that is perhaps one of the biggest lessons we could take away from this year (laughs) yes Uh, so those are the sorts of topics we want to cover today but we're going to Mm. ramble along and chit chat our way through that as though those are our general themes but I guess I suppose that one of the things I'm really keen to share with everyone Mm. is what difference has it made to you and your family becoming
2: a business owner mm huge difference. I think the difference on my marriage is we're actually way happier <laughs> um, and that's not that's kind of partly down to my business, but I think so this and this kind of speaks to how it's had an impact on my life in general. That's like one way that that's shown up and manifested but the thing that I really didn't know and expect going into um, starting and having an online business, was how much personal growth is required and how much of the kind of like inner work is like linked to the outer results Mm -hmm. um and I've kind of just fully embraced and like loved every bit of that but what I've kind of realized along the way is that uh, um you know results aren't going to make me happy my business isn't going to make me happy money's not going to make me happy and other people aren't going to make me happy my source of happiness is me um and That's made growing my business easier, but I've learned it because I've had my business. Does that make sense? So, And then as a result, I'm just so much happier. And I I think partly that comes down to kind of being in a place of empowerment. So having my business has has meant that I've had to take back the power that I was always giving away when I was in the corporate space. Mm -hmm. I felt very much, I was very much in that kind of victim frame of mind, very much felt like I... Um, like like life was happening to me rather than for me um, mm-hmm. and that I wasn't in control of it. And I felt very poor me a lot of the time. <laughs> I will freely admit that now. Um, and now I feel very much like in charge of my experience in life. I can't control circumstances that are going on out there, but I get to um, cultivate kind of my reality and my experience of it. And so having my business has created all kinds of things for me in terms of opportunities and getting to do work that I absolutely adore and like making incredible money. But kind of it's, it's so much broader reaching than all of that, because in order to do all of that, I've had to kind of embrace my own kind of power from inside if that makes sense and doesn't sound too cheesy um and so because of that it's impacted you know me fundamentally as a person which means that it's played out in all those different areas like I said my marriage is happier because I don't complain all the time like I used to just be (laughs) such a nightmare complainer and like so my husband's happier because he doesn't feel like I'm just like miserable a lot of the time going to work you know and stuff like I used to be um I'm more present. I'm so present with my daughter. And I don't mean just physically, like I spend more time, more hours with her, but mm-hmm. I also am just more mentally and emotionally present for her. And so, you know, I could talk about the like fun stuff, like the holidays that my business has paid for or things like that. But really having a business has just meant so much inner change for me. And then that has meant kind of just an improvement and up leveling in all things like relationships, experiences, financial, all of it, you know,
1: for sure. For sure. Yeah. And I think um, what you said there is very much, the, well, I explain to people, so, you know, those kind of people say, well, what does what it you do? And I said, well, it's really mm-hmm. hard to describe sometimes because it mm-hmm. is magic. And it's when you yeah. learn to take your passion and curate your own life, to create yeah. and be the architect of your own life, yes. it's that your profession and your profit is reflected in your passion. Yep. That
2: is the magic sweet spot. And I yep. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. And that's when you feel like an alchemist, right? Because that's when you're like, yes. And you do, you know, once you start to do it for yourself and then you start to do it for other people as well, then it's like really addictive, you know, because helping other people find their magic within. is so cool, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that is
1: the bit that is, like you said, I, for me, it makes me feel like I'm going to talk very woo today because I'm talking to lovely Corrie Jabbin. Yeah, I'm, I'm into the woo-woo. Um, <laughs> but that's when I start to feel a bit like an angel on earth, because like you say, mm. when you're able to help someone with that tra- graceful transformation, mm. um, so they become the best version of themselves and mm. really do more of what they love with who they love. And that is just such a satisfying part of our job and as guides to whoever decides to work with us.
2: Yeah, and it's that helping somebody take back their power and feel like and understand that they're the source of their happiness, they're the source of their abundance. I've got the cheesiest phrase, but I still love it, should I tell you? (laughs) I always say, like, my job isn't to be like your crutch, it's to hand you your cape. (laughs) which is cheesy but true
1: yeah yes I love that that. here it is bright and shiny no doubt what what inspired you to be your best self Mm.
2: um I think hmm, that's a good question I think I think it was just a dawning realization that I wasn't being and that I wasn't like I kind of always had this one of the reasons why I was really unhappy before I started my business and but when I was in the corporate space was just I felt this kind of Lack of fulfillment, and like there was something else I was supposed to be doing, but I didn't know what it was. Um, and so, um, I think just knowing that I wasn't showing up as my best self in my life, and I was quite aware that I started to become more aware. It's kind of funny, you kind of wake up to how you're being, and you start to mm. see your patterns and see your thoughts. Whereas mm. prior to that, it's so easy just to live immersed in them and not yes. realize, you know. In fact, I just want to go back there because something yeah. you said
1: that was really key. Mm-hmm. And that was beginning to wake up to that feeling that you knew there was something else. You just know yeah. there's something happened. Is it like
2: an an itch or a feeling in yes. your stomach? How was it for you? Where yeah. does it manifest in you? Like an unease actually and a disconnect. And so I would just feel like um I used to have these kind of out-of-body experiences when I was in the corporate space. Like I would feel like a fly on the wall in like the meetings that I was in. Mm-hmm. And I would just be kind of like laughing at the um, at kind of how pointless it all seemed, <laughs> you know, and how it d- wasn't impacting anybody's life in a really tangible or immediate way, mm-hmm. I think. And we'd be having all of these meetings about all these very serious things. And I was like, just laughing internally, like this isn't serious. And so it was that kind of like, so it would show up for me that way as I would just feel really disconnected yes. from, from yeah. what I was doing. Um, and also just, I felt, like I said, that feeling of discontent because I couldn't put my finger on what I should be doing. And also I didn't have I wasn't um, feeling empowered enough to do anything about it either, even if I had it shown to me, and I probably did in hindsight. <laughs> um, and so it kind of just was like an unease, if that makes sense, because I also then felt like a bit of apathy, kind of like, oh, well, nothing's going to change, so what's the point of even noticing this feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, of course, you sometimes people can sit with that feeling for a long time. Like in oh, time. yeah
1: years and that oh and I did really, yeah it definitely feels sort of almost mm-hmm. tragic I'm like really keen yeah. to see people get ahead Me
2: too themselves. yes but like if I could have like reached back in and yeah. given myself a shake back then you know but we're all like on our own path we have to just kind of get to it in our own time to a yeah. certain extent too you know for sure
1: but ultimately that becomes a point of persuasion and uh, when we, um, we want to take our clients or prospective clients across that invisible bridge you know from where yeah. they are thinking about it sitting with the unskies um, the discomfort the why why can't I just be happy I've got everything but I'm not happy those sorts yep. of feelings and how do we you know how
2: do you get people across that invisible bridge Corey? yeah um there's a few things there uh, one is that providing evidence of what's possible because otherwise you can't see that the bridge is there if you don't if you can't see the destination right so I think it has to start there that's why like in all of my content, I'm always like sharing really publicly, like my results. It's because Mm -hmm. it's not actually about me. It's about saying this is what's possible. And that's why I like getting other people on the show. I just interviewed somebody this morning and she was sharing her results. And I just love giving people that evidence of what's possible. I think if you see that evidence Mm -hmm. and have it kind of shown to you, then you're willing to take a step on the bridge, you know? So that's like one piece. The other thing is, is giving permission for wanting it.
1: It's mm-hmm. one thing
2: to see it there. It's one thing to feel drawn to it, but it's it's very easy for us to give ourselves all the reasons why it's not okay for us to want that. We should, quote unquote, be happy with what we've got and we should make our peace with this is enough for, mm-hmm. you know, particularly as women I think we're not taught to really own our desires and that's one of the pieces of work that I do with my clients is getting them back in touch with what do you really want what do you really love what makes you happy just you not because it makes somebody else happy first but just yeah. you just for you and only you you know you yeah. can feel really really um foreign sometimes particularly as mothers because we're know we center our lives around our families and our kids and we do that gladly and willingly but also in in that we sometimes lose that sense of ourselves so it's giving permission and Mm -hmm. then getting um you know getting somebody back in touch with what lights them up and then helping them to make steps in that direction on that bridge to kind of build confidence because we can do some of the inner work but until we start actually moving in that direction we won't really build confidence because confidence comes from taking action
1: yeah sure and I think that's really important piece there as well and it, it is difficult for people who are sitting on the fence or they're like mm. one step on the bridge and then stepping back again yeah is that yes we can demonstrate our results and I you know I have been happier since I stopped listening to the news yes <laughs> I'm glad, glad you've stopped Stop. yeah I've stopped years ago and I've
2: never been so happy <laughs> yeah. Say, how do you do that I say, I don't need to know the news because everyone else reports it to me anyway no. I think there's this idea as well that you're going to be like suddenly really ignorant but it still has a way of seeping in and if you want to know the actual facts there's places you can go for the facts and that's not the news yeah. <laughs> so.
1: yes gov.uk yeah. yeah exactly
2: good enough yeah that's good
1: enough. yeah but ultimately I guess that we have to overcome some personal roadblocks yeah I think that's the thing it's like When we is sort of hesitantly going forward in that journey, Mm. we don't get as much as I can show you my results, and you can show people your results, and I can evidence even the results that the clients who work with me. You won't get that confidence until you take that step and
2: get on that. Start to build your own evidence.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, what kind of personal roadblocks did you have to overcome to
2: get, you know, get across that bridge yourself? So many. oh, <laughs> So many. So um, the work that I actually started doing, which I'm really glad that this kind of happened this way before I even started my business, was I started working on my money mindset. And so that was huge for me because we all have so much negative conditioning around money. And so undoing that and healing my relationship with money meant that I was then able to you know, because business is so linked to money. It's why we have a business is, yes, we want to serve people, but also we need to make money. <laughs> um, and so being open to receive money was um, not something that wasn't a position that I was in unwittingly. I was in this very lack mindset and scarcity mindset. So that was a, a big um, initial block was that I had to get over a lot of, and undo and reprogram a lot of my kind of past conditioning and, like I said, really heal my relationship with money. When I was first starting out, um this is like three so it's like my third year and anniversary of business this month so I can like uh, so it's on the top of my mind because it's that time of year do you know what I mean um but starting out I had to get over that fear of visibility that was a big block for me because I had this um now I see um illogical and that's the thing with these blocks is they're not often logical (laughs) but they still feel so real right um but I had this illogical fear of being judged by my ex-colleagues why them in particular I don't know in my now, in my experience, I know that people will latch onto one group or one person. And really, it's just a reflect a projection back of sort of using that group as a kind of mirror, so to speak, like feeling not worthy of showing up, feeling that imposter syndrome about calling yourself this, that or the other or daring to attempt to do this kind of thing. Um, and then. Using that other group or that other people as kind of a proxy to kind of mirror back the things that you're afraid of to you. And so, like, oh, well, I can't do it because they might see they couldn't actually give a crap. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, they're all, you know, every, everybody's quite wrapped up in their own worlds. So like, that's just mm-hmm. the nature of people today. And so, but that fear of visibility was it. First piece. And then, it, you know, there's something at every up level. At every up level, there's the inner work to do to move things out of the way. I always say to kind of clear the path between you and the next thing. So, I mean, I could give you quite a long list, but that's the point. That's what helps you be successful is being willing to do that inner work. Look at where am I feeling blocked here? Where am I feeling some resistance? Where am I feeling not totally worthy or safe in receiving the thing that I want to do? or have, or achieve next, and then what's the work that I can do to kind of move around it, dismantle it, and then move forward, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. And and I think uh, being that guide mm. for people, and in fact, I've done your Money Mindset course, it's yes. brilliant that the uh, the audio course is really good, but yes. there is so much there, and quite often when um, I'm working with clients, I know it's not top of their mind, but mm-hmm. actually, if we can do that piece of work up front, yep. It really does clear the pathway because that's when you get a much clearer vision about yes. what it is you're doing. It's like, well, what, you know, we all want to do something because we want to make it see a positive change in the world. We want to mm-hmm. help transform. But ultimately, we all have bills to pay. And more yeah. than that, I have a luxurious, adventurous lifestyle that I want yes. to maintain. <laughs> <Yes. and enjoy. laughs>
2: um, so I think it's important to not be shy about that because money mm-hmm. is
1: just energy.
2: Yeah, and that holds so many people back and actually the inner work that you need to do to heal your relationship with money you're really healing your relationship with yourself Mm -hmm. Um, and one of the reasons why I love teaching money mindset to mums in particular is because it's kind of like my ulterior motive like yes I'm going to help you get like make bank (laughs) but also I'm going to help you feel better about yourself (laughs) because I know you probably won't just it if I'm like actually you'll feel better about yourself but a Okay, we'll give you money too, <laughs> you know, because yeah. once you understand that kind of process and once you've sort of examined your relationship with money and through doing that, your relationship with yourself, mm-hmm. it's actually such a great foundational piece for the kind of inner work that can then build on it. Does that make sense? So I kind of start with money for that reason, because it's so universal. We all need money to survive. We all need money to thrive. Like, it's not something any of us can get away from. So you can teach that the kind of energetics and the mindset around it but then it translates out to pretty much everything else so
1: yeah yeah for sure yeah and I'm thinking about um you know the clients that you've worked with and you say it's three years now you must have worked with quite a lot of people yeah. in one shape or form yeah. and was there a particular client who's really touched your heart well, obviously you rev
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so sweet you did have a feeling <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean yeah I this is going to sound so a bit of a cop out answer, but the, the answer is, is all of them, because in each one of them, I like I totally don't, um, what's the word? I can't think of the word now, but I totally understand and acknowledge the value in somebody being willing to show up and being that vulnerable with you. Like, it's such a gift, I think, that somebody will let me into their inner world and share with me, you know, what's going on for them and let me support them. For us, and again, I go back to this, but like, as women, we're not like in this day and age, in like our modern culture, we're not very good at allowing ourselves to be supported. We do the, I'm fine, I'll do it, I'll be okay Mm -hmm. nonsense. Um, And so, having somebody who's allowed me to support her. Mm -hmm. I don't take that lightly and then I really like I said just acknowledge that it's such a gift to have somebody open up to you and like bear themselves to you to a certain extent right and then for us to like move through things together and then to see somebody like really flourish and make their own way and do it on their terms like that's just such a that's such a gift and so every every single person you know like there's been different clients who have touched me in different ways in terms of different things they've had to overcome and seeing them overcome them has just been incredible but like I value every single relationship that I've had with a client in my business like every single one yeah
1: yeah it's so it's so true and um for me it feels like a real privilege mm. to be uh, allowed as you say to accompany someone along the stretch of their journey yeah. and and to have touched their hearts and I've been doing this for like, about 10 years and I had yeah. the privilege of running into some clients recently who I'd worked with 10 years ago and I, wow. they, they always are on your mind they're always in your heart yeah. and I was just well I'm going to teary I think about it but I was just oh. so touched. they said you said such and such to me and I was like mm. I did <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and that made this difference and then I did this and then I did this and it's like wow that's so mm. powerful to see how someone you know you can touch someone's heart equally and they can yep
2: then go on and live this amazing life and just it's just so incredible isn't it and that's the thing is as a coach is what makes it like extra nice of the thing that I love to think about this extra sort of beautiful is that you know we can work with somebody for a period of time and then our work with them can continue impacting them you know which is just so cool. Like that's such a, that's why I love kind of talking about like the inner work and the mindset work and stuff, because, you know, once you've shifted that, that's it, that's yours. You know, once you've like learned to show up for yourself in a certain way or learned that you are the creator of your own abundance, that never leaves you, you know, (laughs) like that's something you get to draw upon forever. And like, that's, that's what's cool about it for me is that you get to kind of like plant these seeds that then continue to grow. You know, my, one of the things actually, one of the probably favorite messages. I mean, I've had just, uh, you know, cataloging, incredible messages, but one of the in- most incredible messages was something I got really, really early on in my business. And I think that was when the penny really dropped for me about the kind of ripple effect of this mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and it was this woman and I'd worked with her. I didn't even work with, I think we just did an intensive together. Um, So we hadn't even worked together for a really long time, but she sent me this message back just saying how much I'd impacted her boys lives and how everything was going to be different for them, not just in terms of the money she was creating, but the mindset that she was passing on. And now that's like really kind of like fundamental and core driver of my mission, because I just really understand that as mothers, we're the gateway to the next generation, if we can install that abundance mindset. In the future generation, like wow, what an impact that would have <laughs> on the planet, right? Yeah. Um, but that was when the penny of that really dropped me. So she does definitely stand stand out in that. That was that kind of moment for me when I was like, oh my god, yes, this more of this, you know. And uh, that is the energetic connection
1: between mm-hmm. us all. And yep. I think that that is again, you know, lovely testimony there. But in terms of also just realizing that the power to persuade people isn't mm-hmm. some sort of magic. Black no, on. it's not like
2: kind of, and it's not like hoodwinking somebody, no. which is what it kind of like sounds like. You know, it can be beautiful yeah. persuasion towards empowerment. You know, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and then knowing that I think once you crossed a few bridges yourself, then that's when you know as well. It's like just trust me on this. It's a, you know, I can take your hand and I can lead you every step of the way. Yeah, and when you get through that invisible barrier um you overcome that roadblock or that mindset challenge or even something when you've just you know decided that you've gone like enough I'm drawing the line now I want something mm-hmm. different in my life mm-hmm. but in not knowing how it's fantastic to have a guide to take you along that
2: path yep. you've already been there they can light the way for you yeah um so, but of course, and I, I mean, I sorry, I was just sorry. gonna say I get that because I've had my coach for years. And that's years. yeah, saying, yeah, exactly
1: that. And well, of course, we don't do this on our own. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. I didn't suddenly wake up one day and just go ping, it's all been yeah. downloaded. That's great. Um, well, uh, it comes after our own trials and tribulations, but also having our own excellent guides. Yeah, so when I talked about team building. Mm. Um, we're not just talking about the people who help us run our businesses, we're talking about the team that
2: support you. So who, mm-hmm. who do you have around you who supports you? Oh, so many people. So I have obviously my team, big shout out to my team. I love them. And wow, I've appreciated appreciated them at a whole new level during 2020. So <laughs> I love that. But I also, you know, my, my husband is supportive. I would always describe him as kind of like, just quietly, resiliently supportive. He's not like, a vocal cheerleader but he also never doubts me he also like never kind of undermines me or shows any kind of like lack of trust in what I'm doing does that make sense and so I really appreciate that in him and because that just having that kind of quiet resilience there is is like a you know a rock for it's like a, it's a cliche but it's true um just kind of just knowing that somebody is on your team and on your side you know mm-hmm. um my mom is a massive supporter for me as well her she and I started our businesses at the same time so she has a pottery business shout yeah. out made by <laughs> um, just give her a shameless plug there and yeah we both started our businesses at the same time and so we very much kind of supported each other in that and like we just love kind of like bouncing ideas around together and things I have so much support. I'm so supported in my life. You know, I have, um, well, until recently because of oh, the situation, i had like home support in terms of like a lovely Hayley who's been cleaning and tidying for us in our home um, and childcare support like we did after school club. Yeah, that's dissolved right now. Um, my point is I'm really into being supported and allowing myself to be supportive and having like a wide, wide team. Also, as women, that's, you know, there's no, there's no badge. Trust me. I tried to get it. No one sent me a badge of honor in the post. No one sent me a medal, um, for trying to do it all alone, which I did. I I didn't do that too much in my business, fortunately, but I did that early on in motherhood. I did very much that young young mum thing of like or new mum thing wasn't that young of like turning down offers of help no 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 it's fine it's fine don't babysit for me why why was i saying that i needed the nap i needed the time to myself you know um so i think i really learned the lesson there and then i now em- embrace it so i i will look for support wherever i can get it now cuz also you know, when you sometimes, um, you know, that support is just like freely given like, I don't know, best friend, for example, mum. you know, like, you know, that kind of support network. But I'm also very happy to pay for support because I understand that I can't do it on my own. And also, I'm happy to kind of support the economy in that way or support the kind of other people in small business owners who do all their great work, supporting the likes of us. with like the Absolutely. incredible, talented people editing this podcast who we share, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, I like doing that. And I, I kind of like see the how that's a so I allow myself to be supportive, but it's also n- nice to be contributing wider to the economy that way. If that makes sense.
1: And I agree. And if anyone feels like they don't want money for themselves in terms mm. of building the business, I found it can be quite a nice way to bridge and say, like, Okay, well don't do it for you then. Do it for your team yeah. who you can support and that helps support the economy because like yep. you say, there are brilliant people. And yeah. I think the modern way of working is fantastic door opener to people being able to provide their talents right into yeah. your living room without
2: talking. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's so cool
1: <laughs> it's funny you mentioned your mum because I was going to ask you this question <laughs> what would your mum describe if I asked your mum how yeah. would you describe what you do for a living
2: she would get it very accurately actually now I know most people's parents probably quite like especially when you have an online business, it's quite easy for people who are from a different generation potentially to not understand it fully. But she is like my number one fan. She listens to every episode of the podcast. (laughs) She'll be listening to this. Hey, mom. Um, So she would be able to describe in absolute, she'd probably be able to describe it better than I can. (laughs) What I do for a living. And also she just she asks for access to anything I create she's got all my templates my course the whole the whole shebang so shout out to my mum
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh he's a big mum big, big mum up <laughs> yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: in mean, her words what do you think she'd say
2: um I think she would describe me as a money and manifestation coach for mums most likely yeah <laughs> oh, yeah yeah
1: Um, and of course we don't want to be doing only work we've got to have fun sometimes although work is fun but yes I hear you yeah
2: Yeah. What is it that you do for fun outside of the office? So many things. Um, I'm obsessed with yoga now. So I got in, I've always loved yoga, but I was really sporadic with it. And then since the first lockdown, I've just been really consistent doing it every day. I'd get up every day. Well, I say every day, five days a week. I get up every day and do it before anybody else even wakes up. And I was never that person. And I'm not suggesting anybody gets up before, you know, young children. That's insanity. But my daughter sleeps in now. She's that age. So um, so I get up before um, everybody else and I do yoga and I just absolutely adore that time for myself when the house is quiet and I kind of am quite meditative while I'm doing yoga as well. So I feel like it's just a real practice of nourishment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I absolutely love yoga. I love a good Netflix binge. Love a good Netflix binge. So it depends, like, it could be anything at, uh, lately. Well, this isn't even on Netflix, it's Amazon Prime, but we've been watching like The Handmaid's Tale. Little bit kind of like scarily realistic in part. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I just love um like my husband and I will always have like a series on the go that we watch together and that's like our Friday, Saturday, Sunday night kind of thing as we'll have a good old a good old binge. I love to read as well. I'm really into the um Outlander series at the moment. Um I think I'm quite late to the party on those. So um and then I love going for um a coffee and a walk with my best friend. Like we we've been best friends since like uni. Well, we knew each other from school and just spending time with her just makes me all kinds of happy so we just have like we just do the kind of like laughing where you're snorting the coffee out of your nose to kind yeah. of that really ugly kind of laughing so hard <laughs> that's us yeah so um yeah so all of those things travel back when it was permitted that lights me up and just spending just chilling out with my family i just love just hanging and not having too m- many plans and just seeing where you know the day takes us and just kind of like rolling with it so yeah
1: that sounds like. so fantastic and I'm with you on the yoga I love
2: it from a meditative practice from mm. around physical practice oh, it's just so good um, for everything mind body and soul it's literally all in one isn't it yeah yeah and great for breathing
1: you know which is yes. a really good um, you know practice to have to be connected to your breath because your breath is such a great guide yeah for your emotional state and where you're at so yeah um, I love that because you' like, breathing you be like I'm actually holding my breath,
2: trying to hold it. So let's just keep breathing. Let's ease into it. Yeah just made me laugh because um one of my other friends um she really got into yoga as well during lockdown we were just we love getting together and just going oh my god how good is yoga with adrian because that's the one that we we both do And which one yeah yeah everybody yeah and she's like which one have you watched recently blah 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 and we we're talking about like how much we appreciate breathing now and i was like I just bloody love breathing and she was like we sound like such idiots yeah. like, just love breathing and i'm like i have a new appreciation for breathing that i just don't think i had before just that really cleansing breath it's just so good <laughs>
1: yeah. and I think um that 2020 has given us all an opportunity to have a real appreciation for things which we might have just taken for granted in the past oh, yeah so, for sure yeah but what's, what's new for 2021 what's coming up tell mm. everybody about you what you've, what you've got your plan what's new and exciting for next year let's hope mm. that this is behind us very soon and we can get on with our plans for traveling and more excitement but what's yeah. happening for you in the business thank you
2: Um, In the business, well, so this year, a lot of our growth plans were put on hold, not actually because of the pandemic, but because Facebook hates me. Um, (laughs) That's a whole story. There's a whole episode of my podcast. Um, But yeah, so anyway, we've had to kind of like refocus um, our growth plans a couple of times. But I think this has been a real blessing in disguise, because I think that if we'd been really powering forward with our original, so like, January 2020 the plan that we had in the business to really grow in a big way if we'd powered through with that I think I wouldn't have had such an amazing year as I did so I feel like I've just embraced and surrendered to the circumstances this year and my business has grown and I've worked less and and it hasn't felt hard so I think like I'm actually really appreciative that, you know, maybe the universe was intervening with the Facebook thing, who knows. Um, but, and also as a result, I've really had to get creative. And so we've got um, some specific kind of growth plans coming up in the business. So we want to get limitless money because it's such like foundational work. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to get it out to like a much wider audience and so I have now what I believe to be like really quite a cool way of growing that without giving money to Facebook because they won't let me and they don't want my money my money's not good enough for them apparently (laughs) Um, um, and and putting money actually um, more in the hands of people so that's kind of exciting for me and something I'm really Looking forward to kind of getting off the ground next year, and then largely like um, other than that, largely a lot of the same that w- that which excites me. So um, I launched a mastermind in um, September, and that's just been a phenomenal experience. And we have another group in, starting in January too. So I'll be running two of them concurrently, then on an ongoing basis, which will be um, like newer then for next year. And other than that, just continuing with like the podcast and just yeah loving my business and life you <laughs> <laughs> oh, here to
1: that that is the way forward for sure and um, it's definitely close to my heart and in terms of being able to be that instrument that helps people get get it you know just mm. get across that
2: bridge and really yeah. start to love their life um, yeah this is the one one we've got so absolutely gotta start living it
1: yeah i'll yeah. make sure that all your contact details get put into the show notes so but you. you know just Cory javid that's yeah,
2: yeah can't go wrong with that
1: and um before we go and wrap up uh, i've got a few more questions for you so mm. um i do like to ask a couple of uh, standard questions of all the guests and um sort of little rapid fire um so are you ready for these I'm ready. Bring it. Okay, okay. All right. So um, you find yourself feeling fearful. You've got it right in the pit mm-hmm. of your stomach.
2: You feel sick. What do you do? Fear inventory. Yeah? What's yeah.
1: that?
2: I love it. I learned it from um, Carolyn mm-hmm. Um, And you can, if you just Google fear inventory, Carolyn Elliott, you'll find her instructions for it. You basically um, look at what it is that you're desiring and then let all of the fear around it out onto paper. And you wow. kind of like have to write 20 different reasons why you're afraid of it and like you have to push through and it's after you push through about the 10th that in my experience you get to some of the really juicy stuff so
1: wow
2: that sounds so interesting i've never heard of that Could to look that one up so fear inventory
1: yep oh cool. and um what is on your bedside table
2: um, a smoky quartz that I bought recently just before lockdown in this really fabulous crystal shop in Swanage. By the way. Um, and a ton of books because I'm always reading at least like three things on the go and a really beautiful scented natural candle uh, and some jewellery just hanging about. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> oh, amazing. And the third question I usually ask is um, what you've been watching at the moment, but I think you've already told us uh, how yep. to make a sale. So yep. I'm going to add in an extra ad lib one here. Um, If I gave you a magic wand, Mm. gave you the opportunity to
2: transform the world, how would you like to see it done? It would be in raising wealth consciousness, I think. Yeah, because I think the more we all understand how money operates, and it might sound like a weird thing because like, you know, Is like I could say, wave magic wand to make everyone feel love. (laughs) Um, True, but I think it would be a quicker win (laughs) to get to wealth consciousness because if everybody understands like how we all contribute to the ongoing, like increasing creation of wealth, like money is never in limited supply, it might feel like it in our experience, but it's it's never actually shrinking. It's only the sort of volume of wealth on the planet is only ever growing. And when we can understand how we can tune into it and how we are all one and how. Money is energy and should be moving around the kind of flow of planet, then we could be redistributing wealth more evenly and creating more equality of opportunity and just equality generally. Because you know, when you get money, and like my thing is, when I, I want to get money into the hands of heart centered women at the end of the day, you know, so that would be a, a way of doing that. That sounds
1: amazing money into the hands of heart centered women. I love yes. that story. Yes,
2: that that we're never going to lose in that situation, right? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> the patriarchy have had their turn.
1: <laughs> oh. I think that for me it's one of the biggest shifts is moving from that fear-based mindset into, mm. like you say, a heart-centered one. You know, mm-hmm. connecting your head and your heart, but really coming from the heart. Yeah, you know, when when um, you are faced with fear if you can just ask yourself, like, what would love do now? Yeah. That's a change and shift in perspective. And that gives you so many more opportunities.
2: Yeah, totally agree. And actually looking at and acknowledging, like, what is fear telling me to do right now? Mm -hmm. And acknowledging, like, actually, although I'm feeling like I want to do or I should do this thing, that's actually fear's suggestion. Mm -hmm. So if I wasn't in a place of fear, like I said, if I was in a place of, like, love or abundance or confidence or whatever is the, like, emotional energetic quality that you're looking to kind of cultivate, like what would I do then? And then taking a step back that direction. That's huge, right? Yes, that
1: is. That is huge. So here's to 2020 goodbye and it's time to say hello. Um mm. I don't know if you guys want to connect uh with Corey as I say we're going to put the details in there. I don't know about you Corey but my diary mm. is full. I've got one or two slots left for the rest of this year and then it's 2021. Um yep but i suppose it's pretty much the same for you
2: oh yeah so i but yeah i've been booked into 2021 for, for a while but we do have a waiting list so do come and speak to me yeah oh, fantastic <laughs> and thank you once again for coming on the show and
1: giving us your time today i really appreciate it. it's it been such a pleasure to oh, do this thanks oh
2: it it's so fun. fun we've got the podcast in the first place <laughs> 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 Everyone who listens to the show can thank me because, oh. yes, yeah, oh. I helped you get it out there. I'm so pleased that you did because it's so so great to see you doing it. Yeah, yeah. and it's
1: about a year now that I've been doing the podcast. That's, yeah, so I was like,
2: just mm-hmm. thinking that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it's
1: been a real pleasure. Please don't listen to the early ones; they sound awful. But that's actually, true of it. that's
2: true of everybody's podcast as we absolutely. all change, don't we? As yeah. we go
1: through it. Yeah, yeah. And it's so fantastic to have been able to uh, take the listeners along on that journey too. Mm. So. It's like it's not like we've got it all once and done. Oh, we're all sorted now. It's like, no, no. we continue to grow in like every step the way you meet, you know, in any, any type of learning. Yeah. The process of accelerated learning is a process of embedding that learning, and there's a patient yep. process of continued growth and development.
2: Yeah. So, None so. of us are like exempt. It's not like you can get to the point of doing so much like mindset work that you're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all still on the path aren't we Viv absolutely yeah so enjoy the rest of your day Curry, and
1: thank you very thank much you. again it's been a pleasure oh,
2: It's been, been so fun you. Bye. bye
0: thanks for listening if you have enjoyed today's show I would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and leave me a review And to show my appreciation, each month I will be randomly selecting one reviewer to win a free coaching call. Simply leave your review for a chance to win. How good is that?